Welcome to the I and Team Podcast with Brian Smith and Mary Smith. You are more important to your team than you might believe. Everybody has something to contribute, and most importantly, that's influence. Learn more on today's program. Now, here is Brian Smith and Mary Smith. Hi, team. Welcome back to the I and Team Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Smith. Not here with my dad, Brian Smith. He is on his yearly vacation in Canada with my mom to celebrate their marriage. I think they've been married for, how old am I? They've been married for 27 years. Yeah, I think that's right. So every year they go on vacation in August to celebrate. Um, So that's where he is. He's in Canada. Um, This week, I'm not filming anything new for you. I'm actually pretty busy, um, especially with Labor Day coming up. Um, Just trying to catch up for next week, as I'm sure many of you probably are. (laughs) Um, So I'm actually doing a little intro into something that we recorded a while ago when we first started the podcast but didn't actually release it online yet. Um, So we're going to be talking about slowing down this week. And Slowing Down is the largest chapter of our first book, Individual Advantages Find the Iron Team. It's roughly 58 pages, I believe, which makes it about 30% of our book. Um, So that's like a pretty big percentage. Uh, We really believe that slowing down is really important um, just for mental clarity. And we also believe that it helps aid in your productivity which we'll talk a little bit about in the upcoming clip. Um, Slowing down, to me, I was listening to the clip that we'll be inserting later, like five minutes ago, and it's so interesting to me because I recorded that just this year, but it's so interesting to hear your old self talk about something that means something to you and then to have that topic develop. And slowing down has just become like more and more important in my life. I don't know if I've shared this uh, awesome story with you guys, but my, so we moved here from DC um, this summer. And so Spencer, he started his job in Rockford, which is about 45 minutes away from Elgin, which is where we work. Well, where I work. Spencer works in Rockford. Anyways, so it was my first day here in this office coming from Rockford. So it was my first time driving from over there to over here and somehow I got turned around and I went the complete opposite direction up into Wisconsin (laughs) and I didn't realize that I was in Wisconsin until I was already there and I was seeing signs for Madison, Wisconsin and I was like, where am I? (laughs) Because I knew that that wasn't right. (laughs) So... It's just amazing to me how uh, by not paying attention and by being preoccupied with other things in our minds, we can get so turned around to the point where we drive 30 miles in the opposite direction. (laughs) Um, That was just kind of a big moment for me because I'd always been teaching people about slowing down and really firmly believing in slowing down myself, but sometimes when you're feeling anxious, I was feeling pretty anxious that day, when you're feeling anxious or rushed or like emotional, like you you gotta just like go and do something. Um, Life has an interesting way of forcing us to slow down and 
I think for some that <laughs> traveling 30 miles in the wrong direction would have like really upset their day but honestly I was just like you know I kind of deserve it <laughs> I was not paying attention at all I just had to laugh at myself um, so slowing down is just really important for just life in general um, so I'm gonna let this little clip come in and then I'll see you guys after the clip good afternoon Mary we're afternoon. here it's podcast three so we start like talking about the um, longest chapter of our book um, find the I in team which is slowing down and welcome everybody we hope uh, that you've enjoyed our first podcast if you haven't I'm going to recap them first um, and get everybody up to speed on where we are in our podcast and where we're headed. Um, so the I and Team series, it dives into lessons. We're going to use storytelling and, and our experiences and our organization and my life, Mary's life, and in the future, even our listeners' lives to teach others about uh, the influence we have as an individual. So an individual to us, as we've talked about in the previous podcasts, is not just us, ourselves as one, but also the groups that we belong to. When as a group, when we work together, we are individual. And we also talked about the advantages and the opportunities that come from working alone, working together, whichever definition of individual we're working under at that time, and the differences that we make and the differences between opportunity and advantage. So um, when we start to work together, though, oftentimes we do things that uh, make us speed up. We set deadlines that are unrealistic or we try to push people to work outside of their boundaries or we set some unrealistic boundaries. And what we call that, or what we want to focus on today, is slowing down. And slowing down is really uh, the foundation of a lot more. And once you master that, you'll actually speed up. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about. Slowing down could be in more than one uh, session for us, because being the largest chapter of our book, um, there's a lot to digest. And... Uh, the fact that we try to keep these podcasts to 15 to 18 minutes each so that you can digest them in smaller increments, listen to them, understand them, send us questions if you want uh, about them, engage in them a little bit more. This, this part of uh, our podcast is probably going to be in two sections or two, two separate podcasts. So um, I think... Uh, one of the things I say that there's no magic formula to slowing down. Slowing down does require one thing, willpower. Um, willpower isn't limitless either. You can run out. It's almost like energy. Uh, if you use up too much willpower, you're just not going to be able to keep going. And if you're trying to do too many things at once, um, which is a lot like going too fast, um, you will run out of willpower. So one of the things I want to uh, bring in is asking Mary is, Mary, this section, I think, coming from the technology-driven um, group of people, your generation has been 
really inundated with technology and raised with technology and you rely on technology more than people from my generation. How did this particular part of the book really affect you? And what did it do for you? I think for me in particular, I happen to be a very slow person in my normal life and my everyday life when I'm not working. But the book helped me realize that I'm not as slow when I'm working for work. I'm very fast. My mind moves very quickly. And it makes me anxious. It makes me feel frustrated. Um, and those emotions really hindered my work because when you feel anxious and you feel upset, you can't work with a clear mind and you can't get work done as quickly. So for me, it really helped me because I realized I really needed to apply like my slowness from my everyday life and I needed to apply that to my work life as well. And it really helped me to realize that like things are going to be okay and things are going to be, they're going to work out. They're going to work out the way they're meant to work out. And as long as you're doing your best, and applying your best, then it's going to be okay. But in order to do that, in order to be your best and to use a clear mind, you do need to slow down and you need to just kind of like relax and focus on your current moment and your current task. And by doing that, by focusing, you actually relieve a lot of that anxiety. And I found that by being more present in my life and not worrying too much about the future and not worrying about the past, when I'm doing work tasks has really helped me to do tasks more efficiently. Right, right. So, you know, humans, we have a tendency to just speed through everything, right? I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I got to get it to the next task. And we, as humans, also tend to measure ourselves based on time, how fast we get something done, based on some deadline, which usually is based on time. Um, setting expectations can, or having expectations set for us, can cause us to also go too fast. And sometimes we do it to ourselves, and sometimes the people that we are subordinate to or that we answer to set unrealistic expectations. And it can manifest itself anytime, anywhere. And when it does, one of the first things that you just pointed out, Mary, that you feel is anxiety. And oddly enough, anxiety can cause us to actually go faster because we want to get done faster. And one of the things that happens uh, when we do that is we make mistakes. And that really is the first part of uh, the lesson is, is when we go too fast, we do have a tendency to make mistakes. We overlook things. We don't cross the T's. We don't dot the I's, which is simplistic, but it really does identify the level of problems that we face. And when we don't cross the T's or dot the I's, when we don't look at the finer details, we have to circle back around and redo our work. Uh, we have to answer for the mistakes that we make because we go too fast. Um, in the book, I share a story. It's a story that I share, um, and I call it the peanut butter syndrome, because it truly does identify how going too fast can interfere with the, mo with the most simple functions that we have in life. And one morning, I was getting ready for work. I was 
my mind was in a place that wasn't where I was. I wasn't at, in the present moment. I was thinking about where I was going, what I was going to do in an hour or two hours uh, from that time. And I was doing something at my house that we all do often in our houses every day, getting ready and having breakfast. And at the time, my breakfast consisted of peanut butter toast. And I was toasting bread and I go open up the cupboard and am looking for uh, the peanut butter so that I can put peanut butter on my toast. And in frustration, because I wasn't really thinking about the peanut butter, I was thinking about the meeting I was going to have in the near future. In frustration, ask Renee, where's the peanut butter? To which she answered as she reached over my shoulder, it is right here, right in front of my face. First thing on the on, at eye level was peanut butter. But because my mind was someplace else, uh, my thoughts, uh, my attention was elsewhere. I didn't even see it right there in front of my face. And so I call that peanut butter syndrome and I use it on a weekly basis uh, when trying to put into context to people what going too fast can do to us and what problems it can cause and how important. Imagine if you can miss something that you look at every day in your cupboard at your house, what you could miss in a work environment, what you could miss in situation awareness when you walk into a customer and you're trying to evaluate um, what that customer might need. And if you are thinking about something the next meeting or something that's going on in your life at home or something that's going on at work that's other than what's going on at that moment, you're going too fast. And you really cannot focus on what is required at that moment. So slowing down for us is really about being present, right? It's about being in the moment, having situation awareness, understanding what's going on around you at that time, and staying focused. And the big question now that comes to everybody is, well, how do I do that? You know, how do I get in the moment? And it requires that willpower and it requires that self-discipline. So how about you, Mary? Share with everybody how you might slow yourself down when you feel yourself speeding up and being uh, drawn away from your present moment into something that is distracting you and taking you somewhere else. So for me, and I recently discovered this, and I want everyone to know that you're going to have to do some trial and error to figure out what's really going to help you slow down because it's not going to be the same for everyone. Um, the way your brain works, who you are, it's all going to affect how you slow down. So I've been trying different things for a few months and I recently found one thing that really helps me and I realized that it helps me. Say hello to Bilbo. Hi, Bilbo. <laughs> <laughs> he's very active <laughs> um so sometimes when i'm not sleeping well at night when my brain is racing really fast and i'm really tired and i want to sleep but i'm really thinking about everything i have to remind myself that there is a time and a place to think about these things and it's not when i'm trying to go to sleep 
like my sleep time is my sleep time and being awake is my time to think about things. So when I realized that applying that to being able to fall asleep, I could apply that method to slowing my life down. When I start to get really anxious or when I start to get really flustered with what I'm doing, I stop myself and I think, is this the time and place to be thinking about this? And if it's not, then I will make a note of it on the side in written form so that I don't forget because then later I don't want to be thinking, oh my gosh, what was I thinking about? So I write it on the side and then I tell myself I'll worry about that later, that there is a time and a place for me to think about that and worry about that. And I trust myself to know that I'm going to figure it out. But in order to finish what I have at hand and in my present moment, I need to put everything else aside and just remind myself that I can A, capably handle the issue, and B, I can do it at another time. It doesn't have to be right now while I'm trying to finish work. Right. That's very good. And it really takes us into our close, which is also our introduction into our next slowdown session, which will be the next podcast, number four, um, which is how do you effectively think forward and plan for the future while staying in the present? And how do you keep your surroundings, what we call environmental urgency, what those things that get thrown at you all day, every day that distract us, knock us off our day rails, you know, knock us out of our present moment and take us somewhere else. How, how, do, we, how do we approach those things? And how do we get past the times when that happens, when simply telling myself, hey, you need to refocus on what's in front of you when you have off to the side somebody pestering you or you have somebody else's deadline or somebody else's issue that is invading your thought processes when you've set that time aside. And our next podcast is going to focus on how do you effectively do a deep dive to think at the present moment and prepare for the future and how do you handle those environmental urgencies. So that will be what we're going to talk about in our next session. Um, and we thank you for joining us. And please send us your questions. You can go to our website, findtheinteam.com. Or you can also reach us at our business website, which is iabusinessadvisors.com. Send us your questions. Also engage with us on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, we're really reactive, and we like to have conversations in the public world that can help benefit others. So uh, have a good day, everybody, and we look forward to joining you next time. See you next time. Bye-bye. Welcome back, team. I hope you enjoyed one of our old little clips about slowing down. Um, I really hope that you were able to get a little something from that lesson this week. I know that we probably cover slowing down every once in a while in our podcast now. It's something that we talk about and teach our clients a lot, so it wouldn't surprise me if you've heard about it before. <laughs> um, I have no idea what's going to happen next week. I don't even know if we'll put out something next week, just a little heads up. Um, it is Labor Day. My dad doesn't get back from Canada until Sunday or Monday, and I just, I don't know if anything's going to be put out next week. So just a heads up, maybe something will, maybe we'll get lucky. <laughs> uh, 
Um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel where we put out our videos of the podcast. Also, our Voice America business channel. That's where we put out the audio for the podcasts. Um, we also have a Twitter page, Ion Team Series. Facebook, the Ion Team Series. Um, LinkedIn, if you're into that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really it. Thanks, guys, for listening, and I hope to catch you next week. If not, have a wonderful Labor Day. Enjoy your three-day weekend if you have one. If you don't, enjoy the time you do have off. Someday you will have that three-day weekend. Bye. Thank you for listening to the I in Team podcast. We hope we've positively influenced you and you've picked something up from the show that you can use in building and influencing other individuals or your team. Please join us soon for another program on the Voice America Business Channel.